This is Garnet. Back together. The two of us ain't gonna follow your rules. Come at me without any of your fancy tools. Let's go, just me and you. Let's go, just one on two. Go ahead and try and hit me if you're able. Can't you see that my relationship is stable? I can see you hate the way we intermingle. But I think you're just mad cause you're single. And you're not gonna stop, but we wait together. We're gonna stay like this forever. If you pray, just a power, just to make you up. It will always be twice the gem that you are. Oh, 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 oh. the fuck is up, Duelists? Welcome to Pot of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dementia. Okay! <laughs> I'm Max, and I'm, I'm Max, and I'm hitting you with a beam that will take terrible negative effect. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Dan, and I'm writing a call-out post for the dinosaur fandom right now. <laughs> I'm Argyle, and all the... All the f- all the food that I've eaten in my past is coming back to haunt me and kill me <laughs> with knives and hammers. Oh, that's karma, baby. Reincarnation confirmed. Two. Every Two. single hamburger I've ever eaten comes back from the grave <laughs> to kill me. Hung- that's Hungy Bergy. That's Oh, no shit. Oh, oh fuck. no. <laughs> All all of this, all of the sushi I've eaten has taken the form of giant battleships ready to get my ass. <laughs> Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, we're near the fucking end of it. Ain't it's that fucked getting up? Oh, yeah. insane. These are insane after, episodes. Things are, things are sort of just happening one after the other at this point. I'm not, I've lost the thread a little bit, but there are uh-huh. things happening for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing. There are six more episodes in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I think the last two are just like, after the hey, climax. Like, so hey, like, remember we've got this war of the So war. good. All I can all I can say is I look at that number and then I just remember how season three ended. <laughs> yep. And it's like, yeah, that tracks. That tracks. They were really eager to draw a cool guy on a cool bike, huh? Oh, and they they got some of that urge out of these episodes. Then they did. Oh, I'm so fucking ready to see cool guys on cool bikes. You, I'm so <laughs> amped. Oh my god. Um, no, this isn't to say that I, I am not enjoying what we're watching, but we're getting close, and I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, so I'm revving, baby. I'm very. Like, I'm not sure I'm enjoying what we're watching. Um, we they're start calling, off. With, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're calling me stalwarts, nice to the old public. I'm revving. All right, go ahead, Audrey. Um, we start <laughs> off. Shut the fuck up. With a Rube Goldberg death machine. Oh, hold on. Is, is, what's the episode? Oh, right. Sorry. Episode 174, Crisis at the Dual Academia, the Obstructive Gem Beasts. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is 172, uh, actually. Not 174. Is it? Yeah. 172, yeah. 173, 174. 174 is the last one. My bad. It's 172. Uh, yeah. Same title, though. Um, yeah, we start off with this Rube Goldberg death machine as oh the tower God. collapses around, mm-hmm. <laughs> around Judai. Um, and he should have died at least three separate times. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it real with you, Seto Kaiba. This is an OSHA nightmare. <laughs> he manages to make it on, onto one of those fucking window washer, uh, machines. To be uh-huh. fair, yeah, to be, fa- to be fair to Kaiba, uh, he couldn't account for, uh, jet fuel melting steel beams. 
Mm-hmm. Which he is should such, have. Like, With the shit he's gotten up to. How dare he make his headquarters building not be able to withstand five million pounds of C4 going off all <laughs> yeah. the Here's the, here's like... the thing, Audrey. His most triumphant moment was also destroying a tower. I think he has no plausible deniability here. Yeah, I, I think by the time all this, all this is said and done, they're just gonna assume it's another thing Kaiba did. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, OSHA compliance does not ask, actually ask you to make sure that a terrorist attack couldn't bring the building down. And that's what's wrong with America. Wow. <laughs> that's what's wrong with America. They should, they should have made the whole fucking headquarters building out of the black box, if you ask me. And that's why <laughs> we still take our shoes off at TSA. <laughs> so yeah, Jane makes it into one of the 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 lift things for the window washers, uh, and it starts to fall. And then he's like, "Okay, Neos, save me from this, dude." I love of, this. This never gets old. Instead of Neos doing something I don't know sensible, he makes an he shoots a laser beam that makes a big explosion that softens Jaden's fall and makes him. He did like out. half a rocket jump, and then fucking picks him up and just lets him like puts him on the ground safely. Thank you, Neos. Thank you for your Thank service. You, Why did you do this? We'd be lost like without to buy you. Neos? The proper thing to say is another burger, Officer Neos. <laughs> he's always wanted to blow up a building. It's just that he wasn't going to get the chance. So he's uh-huh. just like, well, I'm going to shoot a laser beam right now. You see a like, building that's already going down. That's free real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to know. No it's harm, gonna, no foul. That thing was going to explode. Literally, literally free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became the empty lot from Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. He 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 gets down eventually. He like jumps into a different uh window washer car at some point and like he makes it on the ground and he like runs up to the uh the motorbike that Sayo took him there on. Mm-hmm. The second helmet's also on the bike. I wish he kept it. Um his body does start exploding though, just like Rio. He's, he's got the old spicy corpus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but it's I mean it's different because First of all, with Rio, we knew what it was because it would show us an X-ray of his heart exploding. Um, with this, <laughs> and also we've of... seen we've seen his self-destructive behavior. Like, yeah, we've seen what had we've seen what led to this path. Destroying, we know what it was. With Judai, he just kind of enters this vague, like negative sepia space and just kind of mm. like grunts for mm. a little while and then mm. goes along in his merry way. Yeah, he's like he he basically does the um, uh, Ryan Reynolds gif. Which one? What? The at the computer. Do you, do you mean Paul? Oh, the, Rudd? oh the oh sorry, no, that's Paul Rudd, not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, oh, I was gonna um, say yeah. He does. Oh shit, I'm okay. okay. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm um, okay. But um, like the, the the effect of all of this is that the entire set of these episodes, he looks like he's just kind of like has to take a real bag shit. <laughs> he, it, that really is what it is, mm-hmm. or that he has like food poisoning of some sort. Yeah. God, I've been there, buddy. Yeah, he's like flushed. He's got lines all over his face. He's sweating. He looks like yeah. Uh, anyway, the he gets court building break. falls down. It's, like it's you see done. The, the, the big round yeah. bit at the top just collapse over. It's yeah, not great. So he's gonna be pissed. That's another Kaiba court. When he gets destroyed. back from his most recent like trip to the afterlife, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a tax write off. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like how much? How do you think he gets the money to build more of these fucking things in yeah, the first he, place? He runs the insurance company. He, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as Judai, uh, as he takes off, we like immediately cut back to the island. Um, we see Kenzon. He's where looking the Don for... did Sora go. 
It's great. It's so good. He's looking for Sorano, and like, there's still graduation duels going on, and mm. it's really funny how abruptly, how late in this little mini arc, the rest of the island realizes, hey, where'd everyone go? Because <laughs> it's just normal for everyone at this point, even still. Yeah, there's just a normal guy, like, hey, where'd everybody go? I'm trying to get a graduation duel done, but... There's nobody here. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's, um, a Sorano appears and is like, hey, do you want to duel me? It'll be cool. This will be your last <laughs> duel. Do you get it? <laughs> and then A very uh, evil looking man with very spiky hair, head angled downward, glaring upward at everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing Kubrick stares at everyone like, do you want to duel me? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. really what it is. You're right, Argyle. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's appearing like everywhere, and he, when he shows up in front of Kenzon, he's like, "Oh, I'm everywhere, Kenzon. Why are you calling for me?" And like, that's not the red flag that sets him to question what's going on. He's just like, "Okay, but never mind that." If someone like appeared into a forest and said they're everywhere, I'm gonna get a little suspicious off the bat. Listen, after the Fine. shit they've been through. Yeah, you know, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> he is part Where's dinosaur after all. Um, and speaking of being keeping... part dinosaur. <laughs> In keeping with, uh, this season's theme of just gaslighting the viewer, uh, both Kenzon and Serrano agree that Serrano was the first friend Kenzon made on the island. The first friend he made when he landed on so, Duel Academy. Yeah, the, the funniest thing about this though is like, even with that acknowledgement, it's like, Serrano's like, you know, basically this comes up because Serrano's like, oh, I bet, I guess you feel so special now that you're becoming stronger because you're hanging out with Judai. It's like, are you condescending to me? Do you look down on me? And, and you know, Pence is like, no, you're the first friend I've made on this I- island. But even with that acknowledgement, it's, again, this gaslight acknowledgement, it's like, who I've literally never hung out with ever since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would be your first, first friend, but uh not for long. I think yeah. it would be funny if, like, they they showed, like, this fake memory where it's just like yeah. the first episode he appeared Montage in at of season them two. No, it's just hanging like out in the schoolyard. Yeah, it's just like scenes from throughout seasons two and three, but also he's there in the background. It's like a reverse Joseph Stalin. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he yeah, it, it cuts back. They show it, clips from the OP, but yeah, like <laughs> well, he, what I said. What I said later on was that they really pulled a Buffy on us this yeah. season. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, this is yeah. literally, what is that, season three of Buffy when they introduced Dawn? Yeah, Dawn. Um, oh, that's right. And she's just, she's just like in the opening. And like, that's the plot of the season. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It's this, it's literally the exact same plot. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that would have been like, Fujiwara. like imagine how, too. yeah, that, that would have been like, as a viewer, that would have been so fucked to have watched when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you know, they could have done something, like, better about that. Fujiwara is yeah. in the season 4 OP. Uh, he, is. he is. Yeah, he's been here the and whole I, time. He's my best friend. I told you that motherfucker was coming. Max, you said that you didn't think you'd see Fujiwara ever again, and I told you that I am, motherfucker was coming I, back. I've never been happier to eat my words. <laughs> uh, I was like, so. he's in the OP. I know he is. Yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah. He's in the OP. Um, but, let's go to OP. Uh, he says something about, like, yeah, you were, Serrano was, or, um, yeah, Serrano was your first friend, but, like, he's mad that you chose Judah over him because he's a bad friend and turned evil. Uh, and he, he says some shit about how, um, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. He tries to, like, nort, uh, yeah, Kenzon. he shoots darkness beams at Hasselberry, but it doesn't But guess work what, motherfucker? Dino type's immune to dark type. Yes. <laughs> This uh, is the wildest shit. Mm-hmm. It's 
I, I no, it only affects human DNA. So he's a genetic yeah. freak, and he's not normal. Yeah. It's it's the dinosaurs have solved the problem of morality, and humans regressed and got fucked up by it again. <laughs> there are, I mean, it's true. There is no darkness in dinosaurs. Yeah, there, there is karma there is no apparently darkness in a dinosaur's heart. Listen, dinosaurs are animals, and animals can't like uh, sin because they have like no conscience. Ergo, I'm like the humble lobster. You, no, yeah, dinosaurs no, you're right. It's only a sin if you know it's a experience sin. depression. <laughs> God, um. But they, they begin the duel and then we cut back to, um, Judai in Domino City that, where he, um, ceremoniously, uh, fucking beefs it off his bike, <laughs> smack right off of the Katsuya Jinochi Memorial Friendship Pier. No, Highway <laughs> Star's gonna catch you, Jaden, stop it. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a reverse Akira slide where he stays in place with the bike fucking flies off. <laughs> it's so weird, it's like, did they not have brakes? Judah, well, Audrey, Judah's heart's exploding. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's about to shit his ass. <laughs> okay, I think that would be less disruptive if you just hit the brakes than jumping off a speeding motorcycle. I mean, I think he literally, like, passes out for a second. Like, he cannot physically stay on the Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> ain't right. Yeah. Um, and he has to, he has to fucking go into the ocean, or he has to go to get his boat. And he looks up after he, like, nearly shits himself on the ground. Mr. T's just standing there chilling. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey man, you good? You and he looks really like... concerned about Judai. Yeah. He's... You, like, you look dehydrated, dude. You need some water or something? Mm-hmm. He's suddenly got a southern accent. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Judai, of course, surmises that Mr. T's after something on Duel Academia and challenges him to a duel. And, and Mr. Well, T's Mr. like, When All he right. says this, Mr. T is like, what? Duel Academy? Excuse me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it, it's up. a... Yeah, yeah, he talks this whole time about waking you up, and I'm gonna show you what I want. And it's, it's a little bit strange, of course, and then Judai starts, and he plays Burst Lady. And then Mr. T plays some Crystal Beasts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Raises a couple flags. Mm-hmm. Which, the funniest part of it is that, like, Judai notices them, and he's like, wait, you shouldn't have that? Only Johan should have that. Gee, I wonder. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. Judai, I, I'm gonna be honest, this whole time, I genuinely thought, oh no, they got, uh, they got Jesse. Uh, yeah, yeah. They killed you. They killed Johan off camera. No, I, yeah. I mean, the 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 Mister T here is acting pretty. Str- it's pretty mm-hmm. clear. Yeah, what's he's going like, on. he's like, Judai, why are you being so mad at me? Yeah, me, your husband. What's going on? Your it's husband. Me, your husband. You love me. <laughs> it's your husband, Mister T. <laughs> it's your husband, true man. <laughs> um, but I'd like to be true Yuki one day. Um. <laughs> so they do a whatever. True die. Um, true die is pretty good. Mm, okay. Um, a bunch of crystal beast type shit happens in the duel, and Judai is like, "Can you fucking train?" Very loud. Sorry. Um, he's like, "How do you understand the crystal beast as well as Johan does?" Um, I want to be very clear that mm. Mr. T slash we know it's Johan. Um, is mm-hmm. whipping ass. Mr. He's J. Like, yeah. Pull- yeah, he's pulling out like eight card combos in single turns. It's just like, in- like, mm-hmm. I like lost, again, lost the thread of what he was doing at some point because he's just like yeah. <laughs> slamming through. <laughs> he- it's like going against an AI player. In, right. Like, <laughs> right? Where they're just like doing all these things and suddenly they've linked summon eight things and you're like, what? Right. He, he yeah, I mean, he, he read the script Rainbow Dragon by like turn two. <laughs> 
yeah. he read the script and knew the duel wouldn't end, and it just was like kind of like be ended prematurely, so we can like do some actual cool shit without consequence this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he does. He does get Rainbow Dragon out at one point. Um, he does over the rainbow on Jaden. It's so good. I love it every time. Uh, and th- that he causes Dorothy's the- his ass. <laughs> That's what they mean by like- friend of Dorothy. Yeah, polymerization, the card, like, pops out of Judai's Duelist when that happens. Uh, and, like, a shit ton of darkness blasts out of Judai and, like, flies into polymerization. And then Judai kind of, like, his vision wobbles and Mr. T all of a sudden is Johan Anderson. This made me really sad, though. I can't believe they twisted his polymerization. Yeah, that's his card! We, We literally went through the arc of polymerization being a fucked up evil card. Like, we don't need to go back. But, uh, um, so it, it turns out that when Sartorius planted the fool into Jaden's deck, it infected polymerization by just like rubbing up against it mm-hmm. with darkness disease. That's right. It's fine now. It's it's fine now because Rainbow Dragon purged it. Um, Judy's back to normal. And like I was a little wary at first. I thought it was going to be like kind of like a double deception, but yeah. no, it's fine yeah. now actually. Yeah, yeah because Je- I thought it was going to be because Jesse is like, oh, Axel told me to come here. I was like, when the fuck? Yeah, I was like to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, when did Axel tell you to come here? It's a very important timeline. <laughs> was it before I, or after he came to Domino? I imagine it was, like, around the same time he spoke to Judai. Oh, yeah, no, no then doubt. Then he just, I like, mean, called like, Johan and was like, yo, shit's going down. Get your ass over here, for real. Yeah, it right, took a yeah. long time to get to Domino. He lives a lot further away than either of them yeah. did. Uh, jo- Johan calls out Sapphire Pegasus to just kind of like congratulate Judai for d- doing so good in season three. <laughs> we get like just a bunch of like little mini flashbacks of, of uh, I keep on wanting to call it Johan, uh, Johan and Jet Judai. Like, they're, yeah, that's, that's, they're, that's the ship name. They're epic moments. Yeah. yeah. They, they renew, they renew their vows. Yeah, these bitches. Yeah, gay. it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> good for them. And then uh, we got to the, well, I, I, there is one last thing that happens here is that as Sapphire Pegasus is like congratulating Judai, he's basically like, Johan and you are like singularly qualified to take on the darkness now because yeah. you two have already defeated it within yourselves. This is, mm-hmm. I assume, important. Um, this, this is textually important by the last end of the last one. Yeah. So. They're special boys. Yeah. They've already gone through this process. They've already, um, you know, become their true selves. They've defeated their shadow selves. Yeah. Uh, they've been inoculated. Um, so now, yeah, exactly. Now they are basically immune or more immune to like the shadows and influ- darkness's influence because they've already beaten it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like the flu. And all um, of their, their, uh, fucking card spirits come out to congratulate them on doing so. Yeah. And say, hey, yeah. you're still yeah, a d- As is like the rest of the plot. This is the human instrumentality <laughs> project. It really is. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, we cut to the island to see. <laughs> Thank you, Pen Pen. Um, <laughs> we cut to the island to see Kenzon getting his ass completely handed in by Level Eight Horus over here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They keep making raw, huh? They just look. A metal bird is a really fucking cool idea. Yeah, metal dragon they, bird. What's not they saw Skarmory and they're like, shit. Fuck. Fuck. We know that thing is a competitive nightmare. Yeah, we know from the first pot of. Gr- from the first cup of greed, that this is a really effective card. Yeah. Um, oh wait, actually, Kenzon? this is the this is the oh no. Uh, so this is the part where we get the DNA stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Kenzon does like a cool combo, and it's fine. He just does a lot of damage. It's great. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, Mr. T in the former Serrano is like, is at one point is like, actually, fuck this. Like, I'm just going to bring out like the darkness in you. And yeah, he's like, oh, you, can- you have no darkness in your heart. Yeah. I'm just going to have to put some there. Ultimate. He has the ultimate himbo anti-darkness beam. Yeah. <laughs> he's he just, too stupid he to just have darkness in him. Dinosaurs that much. So Mr. T is like, okay, I'm going to send you back. If you love dinosaurs so much, I'm going to send you back to the world of dinosaurs, idiot. Uh, yeah, if you love dinosaurs so much, why don't you become one of them? Yeah. <laughs> and so he he's dies. like, fuck, this is literally all I wanted. Thank you so much. Yes, this rules. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, and then we get a real me sowing, me reaping moment where he's like, he's a, like a T-Rex and he sees a triceratops. He's like, oh no. Oh fuck. And Mr. T's like, you're a D- Wait, you're I didn't a know they ate each other. Yeah, the, the 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 strong must prey on the weak. This is how it was. I thought they ate burgers. Time. Fuck. And then we cut forward to when the the triceratops is just all bones because he has <laughs> yeah. a T-Rex is eating it. Yes. Uh, so he's just Dan. presenting him with the premise of like like fifty percent of mainstream like furry stories. Animals eat <laughs> each other. Uh, yeah. And, okay. Now this is this is where it really uh, got wild to me because I'm like, oh, he's just awakening. Like this is like he is in going into the memories of the 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 dinosaur whose bone is in his leg. But no, that's not it. He is reliving his own past life. Him, Hasselberry. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the bone in his leg is from a dinosaur that he in his past exactly. life as a T Rex ate. Yep. Exactly. So. Uh, have you all, y'all ever seen, um, Sharknado versus, versus Ghostosaur? No, oh, but. No. Uh, Thankfully please, I have not. Please, uh, illuminate us. Educate us. It's, it's not, it's not a real movie, but oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I was God. like looking at these ghost dinosaurs and I was like, this is like every bee creature horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out there. Dinosaur ghosts. Yeah. Out to get you. The, the fact that he is, 98 per, uh, 96% human bone, 4% dinosaur bone, but yet still 100% Kenzon is truly, truly inspiring to me. He is literally just descended from dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, we, uh, DM, that's listen, true. DM already confirmed reincarnation. We know this. Mm-hmm. We know that, that reincarnation yeah, is a real enough. thing within, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe, but this yeah. like confirms it in a really uncomfortable way. <laughs> It's fucking wild. Like, he has That's to cool. experience the karma of killing and eating dinosaurs in a past life as, like, their fucking force mm-hmm. ghosts in, fly out in shadow and storm around him, kind of just, like, yelling at him. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I, I like it quite a bit. Um, and, like, he ends up getting, you know, he gets fucked up by the dinosaur illusions and then Serrano's able to win the duel, but, like, it did. I don't believe it made Kenzon play the duel any differently. He could have, like, he would have won anyway. So he just did this to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> it's very funny, though. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Remember that, like, drawing is a skill, right? So if you yeah, get like enough. distracted with, that's true. That's true. Like things that could possibly affect your ability to draw the cards you need. Right. Okay, Legitimately. Mm-hmm. Hasselberry, uh, yeah, yeah, so which Hasselberry is very stupid. And yeah, we just cut to Jaden and Jesse, who are on a speedboat uh, heading to Duel Academy. Jaden still hasn't had a shit yet. Mm. <laughs> well, he looks a little bit better. I think he shit his pants whenever he realized. <laughs> oh, okay, a little came out. Though. A little came out as he was getting on the boat. Yeah. 
Um, well, the, the, the seasickness allowed him to finally throw up, you uh, know? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah. when you're hungover. And yeah, you're leaving pressure. Yeah. Um, like, he still looked wanna... like he probably needs to, like, eat something, like, hydrate yeah. too, but, like, uh-huh. he's not feeling sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about video's game? Oh, absolutely. Oh, wait, there's one last thing I want to talk about before <laughs> we end this episode, yes. which is okay. that one of the last things we see is sort of the sicko minds of, uh, mon- of, Oh wait, no, sorry. I put this in the wrong spot. Never mind, let's move. Yeah, okay. That's uh, get, get, getting our game on. Alright. Um, who wants to go first? I can go. Hit it. Um, I'm still praying Breath of the Weath. Breath of the Weath. Yeah, um, I'll keep it pretty short because I talked about it a lot last time. But um, I defeated Thunderblight Ganon last night. Nice. Which that's probably the almost made me cry. Yeah, it's (laughs) a fucking nightmare. It's a a tough one. It's uh, that was. I mean, um, Vidoris was my last. Uh. Beast. So I finished oh, all the beasts now. Um, but are you gonna go for the castle? Or are you gonna try and like do some? Oh hell no! I'm doing. There? I'm doing all the side quests. <laughs> you got. Okay. You're doing shrines I, and shit. And... Yeah, I'm doing shrines. I have like a bunch mm-hmm. of side quests I have to do still. Um, I mean, I, I have. I should, it should be said. Some of those side quests require you to go into the castle. You can just no, I know that. But like, for example, I haven't even. I haven't even like gotten up Terrytown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for example. Um, so yeah, and now I have a, so a lot of money. Suddenly, mm-hmm. <laughs> suddenly I have a lot of money because no. um, I started mining. I figured out the gemstones. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you you just you carry a, a, at least one hammer on you at all times, and every time yep. you see a little a little a little rock, you, you just break it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but it it, it felt uh, oh god, it only took me three times times actually to defeat. Thunderblight Ganon, which is less than I thought it was going to after that oh, nice. first one, because I was like, I was like, I'm gonna lose it. That second part in particular with the lightning rods oh, of like God. trying it, to it get. It took me I was far like, too long to realize that you had to like lift them. But also like like even once I realized it, like actually doing it in time and getting it close to him and like uh huh like getting it in the right spot. I was like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck well, you. Now it's, now it's dead and in hell, and you're definitely not gonna have to fight it again at some point. Oh, I think, fuck. I think Final the hardest bosses. part to me was that uh, when he would like zip towards you, like I kept just um trying to dodge it, and it's the timing. No, on yeah, is really uh-uh. fucky. You just gotta block him with the shield. Yeah, is, yeah. was my. Oh, opinion. really? I just did. I did all dodging. I I I, yeah, I I did I all dodging. It. I I never I very rarely I did I shouldn't say never. First of all, I had the master sword at that point. I should mm, stop talking right. soon. I had the master sword at that point, so that was very <laughs> helpful. But um, I um, I just as soon as I heard the first one, I just dodged, and I very rarely got the perfect dodge. But mm. I got it was enough for me to get out of the way and then like whack him with the master sword. Um, mm-hmm. in that in that like third stage. Um, and get him down. I only actually, like, took two times to do that, uh, with the Master Sword. So, anyway. Nice. Breath of the Wild. Good game. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. Um, 
Max, go. Hi. I um haven't been playing games that much, quite honestly. Um, <clears throat> or if I have, I don't remember what I was playing. So I guess the thing I played most recently um, is a little game that literally came out yesterday. Oh, uh, damn it. I called- was going to talk about this one. <laughs> okay, uh, I've been playing Naruto Ninja Storm 4. Oh, no, you can talk um, about it. I No, actually, I've got another game I could talk about. Go ahead. Okay, I've been playing a game called A Little to the Left. Um, yes. It's, it's a game about organizing. It is a very, very cute, charming, super well-presented game about literally picking things up and putting them down in, in an order, mm-hmm. uh, in a style, in a pattern, all sorts of things, like... One of the levels is a bunch of spoons and you got to put them in order, but like you can, you can beat it in several different ways by like stacking the spoons on top of each other or like putting them all on like a size sorted row or like you can like match the patterns on like the edges of the spoons. Like there's a lot of cool ways to solve each of these levels sometimes that kind of like go beyond what you'd expect. Like, yeah. like there, there's one level where <clears throat> to give you a good example, you have a bunch of bowls stacked up and you can either win the level by getting the pattern on the bowls to match. Or if you look carefully, you can match up like the cracks on the sides yes. of the bowls. And that also counts as like a different win con. Um, it just came out. It's like 15 bucks. It wasn't like the Nintendo indie direct that aired, I guess like last week as of uh, when this episode is going to be posted, but it's a, it's a really fun time. Um, there are a couple of levels that I genuinely don't understand what they were going for when it comes to the organizing. I, I got stuck on. I was streaming it a little bit last night, and I got stuck on one for a bit before I was the cups. I quit. No, it was like all the postcards. I, I don't understand the postcards. I oh, got the, that I got the one cups pretty quickly. But I do the cups. I, I it took me like I swear to God, it felt like an hour to figure out the fucking cups. Um, the cups and then just like the kitchen, like, like the milk and the wine bottle and just the kind of like random containers that, that took me fucking forever. Oh, I, don't, um, I don't think I've done that one yet. Well, it, you'll hate it. Um, maybe Great. unless you probably, you'll, you'll beat it on your first try. Um, it's a really fun, relaxing game, except for when I just get mad at it because <laughs> I don't understand what they're asking me to do. But for someone who likes to like have things all nice and organized and honestly, yeah. it's a kind of a game for anyone like you it's just, it's just a fun little experience. It's just a, a game about arranging things in a very pleasing manner. Yeah. For and me, it's mostly that... a game about arguing with people about if a, if a certain thing was pink or orange. I'm... Yes. Oh, dude, Katie was watching me do one of the early, like, book arranging levels. And, like, she was trying to get me to explain my rationale. And I just, like, couldn't. And I was like, it makes sense in my head. It makes sense in my head. But <laughs> it's a really fun game. Uh, Popcorn Argyle. Okay, yeah, I, I also played a little bit to the left, as I said. I got stuck on the postcard. I'll go back to it later. I will say it's, um, I played it with a controller. It's probably better to play on touchscreen. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, no, absolutely. Don't fucking. Yeah, so uh-huh. I'll be playing touch in handheld mode in the future. Um, but I also, uh, in my, my Metroidvania project, uh, I've moved on, I finished Axiom Verge. Pretty good. Uh, um, yeah, good game. Uh, I, I kind of had to like do an, another like sweep of the map to get like pick up more items to get stronger before I could beat the final boss, which was fun. Um, it's pretty rare that I actually like have to do that in a, in a game. Like usually <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm strong enough by the end of one of these to just easily do it. But this is like Axiom Verge is fairly difficult, uh, especially if you don't have like the right beams and shit. Um, mm-hmm. which is to say the flamethrower. It's just the best. In all situations, but I moved on to Jedi Fallen Order, which I didn't even Fuck, know was in yes. Metroidvania until a friend of the yeah. show Giga told me. Yoda's trick. Yeah, it's it's really good. 
uh, it, it's but it's like I've got some complaints about it. Like um, the combat is like kind of it, it's like weighty in a way that I don't quite like. Like fighting multiple enemies doesn't really feel great sometimes. Like if you're fighting like multiple melee stormtroopers at once, or like um, like where they're just blocking your attacks and and shit is. I I I it'll probably be better once I get more practice. Uh but did I say be more practice? You said get more practice. Get more practice. Once I once I practice more, but uh at the moment, yeah, I'm uh I'm having a little bit of trouble with the combat. It, it when it works, it feels great. Like deflecting blaster oh, yeah. shots, like, you know, running up on stormtroopers, you know, shooting their rockets back at them. It's great. But uh some, sometimes I'll just die immediately. <laughs> Like, I'll just get wiped by pretty low-level guys because I'm not, like, on my A-game. Mm-hmm. Have you gone to Dathomir yet? I just, I landed there last night because I finished, like, I did pretty much everything I could do on Zepho. Mm. Uh, so I went to, da- I'm going to Dathomir next. I'm going to poke around in there before I go on to Kashyyyk. I, I stubbornly went to Z- Dathomir before anywhere else to get the upgrade that you get there, and... It made me very frustrated, but it paid off really fucking well. What was what was the upgrade? Uh, wouldn't you like to have a lightsaber that does Darth Maul? Okay, yeah. So I got you. You can just get that at any workbench, I guess. Because I went back to uh the the temple planet. Uh, what? Fuck. Yeah, that's where I got it. What the uh, fuck? Yeah, I just went like there was another workbench there. I just went up to it, and he was like, "Yeah, he he did the thing. He taped the the two hilts together." God damn. Um, yeah, and I also got two more stems while I was there. So, great shit. Fuck yeah. And, and I killed Ogdo Bogdo, the big fat frog who killed me that like five times when I went there the first time. Only five? Probably Took a little me like, more than that. Felt like an hour and a half to kill that goddamn frog. Oh, God. Anyways, yeah. Uh, I guess my biggest complaint would be uh, for Metroidvania, the collectibles are... You know, like, I like my collectibles in a Metroidvania, like to be things that power you up and you know in a metroid that's like a missile you get a poncho and you'll be happy about it yeah in in fallen order it's like nine times out of ten it's a it's a cosmetic so it's you know a poncho as max said or a skin for your little robot buddy there are there are few and far between you know like i said uh you'll get more healing items like it'll increase your cap on those or it'll increase your health bar or something but uh, most of the time, it, it is entirely cosmetic, which is kind of disappointing. Um, and another thing, I am I like I've explored like a planet and a half basically, and I there haven't been any real like boss fights, nothing that felt climactic at all. Um, and I I you know I generally expect a Metroidvania to have a, a good amount of them, and this hasn't really had any. There was Ogdo Bogdo, the the fat frog, who was optional. <laughs> And then an ATST, which was kind of pathetic, and just sat there while I whacked at its legs for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that'll pick up. Will it pick up, Max? Are there good boss yes. fights in the game? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know how long the game is, really, so maybe there will be more, you know, actual good ones, like, but... Eh, 20. 20 boss fights? 20 hours. Oh, 20 hours. Okay. Okay, yeah. So maybe maybe that'll pick up, but uh, overall, like, yeah, I'm it, I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'm looking forward to to doing more. Uh, having like a Metroidvania that is like 
triple a made by you know where where you're uh, like a star wars triple a like metroidvania is kind of a weird combination of things and it really works made by respawn as well um yeah it's solid i'm really excited for the sequel yeah and uh oh yeah yeah there's a sequel coming out and also soundtrack's great they they yeah they, they did this did some great faux john williams work on it yeah good, good shit uh anyways that's it for me dan mm-hmm. all right well uh since uh you didn't bring it up i'll bring it up uh i've been playing final fantasy 14 uh as always uh well, i'll get a lot of this guy uh let's see uh i i'm at a point in the game where uh basically it's sort of like the the uh storyline is like at a point where i can just like sort of, where i feel like i can really just like put it on hold and like do side stuff before going into the end walker stuff uh so i've been doing all sorts of side things uh, i've been uh level grinding i've been uh doing tribe quests uh i actually uh have gotten blood sworn with both the moogles and the namazu moogles you know them from final fantasy namazu they're funny little catfish guys uh the namazu they're my favorites yeah well, wait, I'm not Bloodsworn with the Namazu yet. I will be uh, later today. I just have to get the mm. last bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, in addition to that, uh, there's... Uh, uh, I've, been, I've been doing all these little fun side quests, and uh, I've been doing raids. Uh, I've actually gotten the uh, pre-company Argyle and I are in to uh, put, go with me through uh, the... Uh, the uh, Return to Evilist raid series, which are based on the the Evilist games, which include Final Fantasy Twelve, Tactics, Tactics Advance, Vagrant Story, maybe. Uh, it's good. It's fun. I'm having a good time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also quite in, enjoying those. I, I think mm-hmm. they're a lot better than the, the other yeah. Alliance raids that I've done so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I, much better mechanics more fun to do yeah there's a math thing there's a bit where you have to solve math problems and it's not nearly as hard as uh i was led to believe uh it's literally just do some addition and subtraction and also do you know the first couple prime numbers that's easy here just do it um uh so uh in addition to that uh oh i can't think of anything to say off the top of my head. Yeah, there's a very high volume of gay people that play Final Fantasy XIV, and we all know that they hate math. This is true. Um, I am going to see if I... I'm going to just real quick look for a fun glam to post. Uh, hmm. Have you posted Duke Nukem yet? Uh, ha- have I posted Duke Nukem? Let me just upload those right now. Uh, yeah, whoever's editing... Oh, yeah, let's put in some background music. Maybe put these in like. Uh, I. Uh, so, one of my classes is Machinist, which is Guy with a Gun and other fun projectile gadgets. Uh, and I styled my uh, glam for uh, Machinist as Duke Nukem. Uh, it's, uh, uh, pretty good. I'm so... I love it so much. Uh, uh, 
Does Ludo have balls? Well, anyway, did you chew bubble gum? Oh, absolutely. Well, You're listen. You would if he had any. Take ass. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah, someone just put it in the juice machine right there. Uh, uh, all right, that's it for me. So, fuck yeah! Not before. Mm-hmm. Fuck video games. Uh, before we go back to the regular, your regularly scheduled podcast, um, <clears throat> we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our uh, $10 patrons in the middle of the episode because you're very special to us. So, a big uh, Domino City thank you to Solid Snack, Daniel Kalaskis, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto J, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, Smoke More Weed, Eruviru, and Draven. Thank you all so very much. I will not smoke more weed. It is not possible <laughs> for me to smoke more weed. <laughs> a new dispensary road? just opened up in my neighborhood so who knows yeah I, I live down the road from like one of three in the entire state I will at least it was back then I will have to uh, hit up one because my edibles are are gonna expire in like two weeks they should call this podcast uh, pot of weed pot of weed what if we call it that well episode 173 the invasion of darkness stolen memories yep <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kronos is here and he does not care that everyone's yeah. dead. He's just grading papers. He's like, wow, with everybody dead, it's so much easier to grade the papers because I don't have to grade as much. Mm-hmm. It's rules. It's, da, 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 da. He's, unbothered king. He's just um, like... He does... He, <laughs> yeah. He's humming Beethoven's the fifth. I think that's the one. And he hears a very fucking dramatic voice on the wind just go... Darkness. Huh, weird. Mom, this must is have been the wind. Yeah, it, it, it gets really on the nose. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, we see we cut from there to show dying. We don't even get to see show get yeah. his ass beat. That's really sad. He gets his no, ass we just jump to the final speed. product. Uh, poor I mean, guy. I guess we don't get to see Oscar Manjame really either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just I like liked funny. The show lose though. <laughs> It's just funny because, like, one minute he's there and then he's just not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Oscar and Manjame, we at least get continuity, you know? Don't yeah. it always seem to go? Yeah, so uh, Sorno is just, like, challenging everybody at the school pretty yeah. much at this point. You get to be deleted from reality. You get to be deleted from reality. Mm-hmm. He's just tele- uh, Yeah. He's tele- he's, Yeah, he's just fucking warping around. Mm-hmm. There's duel. Duel. Duel me. Duel. Duel me. Duel me. Uh, and, and whenever, like, a student gets slurped into darkness, everyone else forgets about them. It's kind of like a, um, well, it's like a something that I can't remember right now. Some other, like, media reference I could definitely make if I could remember it. But the point is... Back to the Future. Um, it's like the movie Memento. Mm. Right. Not, not Back to the Future. I knew that one. That wasn't like the Great White Whale from, uh, ReZero. It's it's like it's like at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts two when uh they steal the including the word. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door where you can't spell Duplice's name because the parrot steals your lowercase p and you can try spelling it with the uppercase p but it won't work. That's be case sensitive. Work. Yeah, that's not how um, things work. Serrano, I'm sorry. We cut to Fubuki in his like usual. 
his uh the, the fucking like lighthouse spot. Yeah, he's local, like speaking into a recorder. Local 19-year-old has failed to graduate three times, has turned instead to writing his memoirs. <laughs> he lives an interesting life. Uh Mondrame rolls up um and like they kind of realize like, "Hey, why is oh, it's, what's going on?" <laughs> literally and literally, oh my god, to all the girls I've loved before. <laughs> literally! And he's, he's like, like I remember them. Chaz, look at this. I know that the girls, the ladies loved me, but look at my book that I kept all my love letters in. It's empty. Like, LLCA. Ladies love cool actors. <laughs> uh, he says, it's shameful for such an evangelist of love to have all these blanks in his book. And, like, Manjumei blushes big time when he says that, which is really fucking funny. I'll, I'll write you a love letter, Atticus. <laughs> uh, we pan from there to see Serrano, who just decides it's time to take over the school. Like, cut the act. He, like, poofs into dark cards and then freeforms his uh, true man in his cool leather outfit. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, and, the 12th yeah. angel has been defeated. It's time for Human Instrumentality Project right now. Uh-huh. He Third be a impact. More gotta happen. Hey, fuck. If you th- he's know, Ray's. He's the Ray clones. Ta- Here's the thing, though. If we want to talk about, you know, humans turning into LCL, maybe that's what Dual Milk was all this time. Maybe. Mm, but orange is, and goopy. He is literally the Ray clones. That's true. Yeah. I want to see a giant, I want to see a giant nude true man rise up <laughs> the earth. <laughs> Who's Judai's mother the entire time. <laughs> Holy shit. I want to see, I want to see Judai strangle <laughs> Kenzon on the beach as a giant severed true man head looms behind them. God. Um, that would be Johan, Oh wait, there is a Yu-Gi-Oh character just called Asuka. Hold on. Can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> um oh god <laughs> hey the rebuild movies are really fun though um and actually oscar's the appropriate choice given that she likes judai but he doesn't care about true. her i'm glad that the if gladys not doesn't go the same way the other way yeah um but they they kind of uh we, we see the true man do you know they're all hissing saying darkness and everything darkness. uh fubuki and manjame it's a fucking like, pokemon the, Darkness, dark, darkness. Uh, they see Asuka and her two girlfriends like in a side room as Fubuki and Manjume go and, and like. Away. Thank you. I, I wrote it down like later on the notes and I forgot to scan down to see it. But they're they're hanging out and they're all worried and they're like, "Well, if we can remember them, we know that they're alive." Oh, we can't remember anyone. Oh well. Oh, Shit. Oops. Beans. We can only remember Judai and Johan. Mm-hmm. So. Atticus is like, uh, Alexis and your, your two little friends, you need to get out of here to go tell Jaden what's going on. Me and Jazz will hold the line here, uh, and make sure that Mr. T doesn't get to you. That doesn't last at any time at all. Because About 30 seconds. Mr. T just cuts them off and gets all, vaporizes all three of them and yeah. also Chaz. And Atticus is like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, he teleports, he teleports behind them, basically, into the room where yeah. the girls, like, run nothing into. Nothing personnel kid. Nothing, nothing personnel kids. <laughs> I like when, uh, after Bonjame dies, uh, the Ojamas come out and they, like, mourn him and they see darkness and they go, Dark-, they all salute and go, darkness! And poof mm-hmm. away. It's great. Fucking mercurial little bitches. And, like, immediately, uh, immediately, like, uh, 
Fubuki has forgotten them. Um, he knows that he came here. Like, the worst part is actually when he sees Asuka disappear. Because immediately yeah. he's like, I came here to protect someone, but I don't remember who. Yeah, um, it's fucking sad. It's yeah. She vaporizes in his arms and he's like, Yeah. Wait. Who? who? Wait. Who? Yeah. The fucking what door theory or whatever. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, it, um. And as he goes away, as he, like, realizes that he can't remember anyone, he has, like, this really existential crisis, which is about, he's, like, which is interesting for Fubuki, where he's, like, I need, needed to be needed. Like, mm-hmm. like, that's, yeah. like, I needed to protect someone, and, like, I failed at that, and now there's no one who needs me, and I'm not sure what to do anymore. And um, I don't even remember the people that I was trying to protect. I just have a vague notion that I was protecting someone. Right. And it's like, he, he's sort of like without purpose, uh, mm. now. And he wanders, he walks a lonely road. Um. It should have been playing I Want You to Want Me by Cheap Trick instead. I actually, that is, that's literally what I put down as my note. I didn't want to say it because <laughs> it's a serious moment, but I did put down, I want you to want me. I need you to need me. Um, <laughs> it's textual. Um, begging you to beg me. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he starts wandering the school alone, but now we get to look at everyone's sick, twisted nightmares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah. He wanders the school alone for a bit, like, Wow, this is the classroom where we learned, but who did I learn with and who taught us? <laughs> I, like, I guess I learned nothing after all. Damn. And then he hears voices coming from his darkness card and he's like, oh, fuck. And he, the, the mask pops into his hands and he's just like, ah, sure, why not? And he puts he might, might as well. Why the fuck I got not? got nothing else to lose. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, nothing to lose. Might, <laughs> might as well wear my darkness hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so what's, What's really interesting to me about the nightmares, I, I guess we don't get this explanation now, but, um, is that it's basically like everyone being, it, it's, for everyone, it's like, this is what you wanted, taking to its natural worst extreme. It's a genie's yeah. wish. Yeah, because everybody is now yeah. living out the, like, they've gotten to the end of their art, like, they're, they're living out their dreams that, uh, they were talking about earlier in the season, like, uh, we start off, on Chaz league. is in the pro league, but he's on the verge of getting kicked out. He has lost every duel, and if he loses the one he's in right now that we are at the tail end of, he'll get kicked out. And yes. his dreams uh-huh. will be crushed. So his nightmare is perpetually dueling Gary Oak. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The guy Look, if, if my, if my eternal torment was to consistently like lose a Pokemon competitive match, no matter what I do, I would also give up and accept the tsunami hitting me. <laughs> I mean, this guy's silhouette literally looks like Gary Oak. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be like one of his brothers. Oh, probably, but it looks like Gary Oak. Supposed to be a guy. Like, I don't think it really matters who it yeah. is. I think it's um, supposed to be Gary Oak. Yeah, it's Gary Oak. So he, yeah, he's just presented with a choice of: Do I play Ojama in defense mode and try and hold out for another turn, or do I play Reload and potentially not get something that I can play and definitely die this turn? And no matter what happens, like, he tries playing Ojama mm-hmm. in defense mode, and his opponent plays something with piercing, so he, he gets defeated. If Then he, the dream resets to right before that moment where he made the decision. Um, and he, this time he tries to play reload, and when he gets the card in his hand, he, he just, like, loses focus. And then the dream resets again. Yeah. The moral of the uh, story is never play reload, play a better album instead. Mm-hmm. He has a gun! Mm-hmm. Blam, blam. 
You should play. You should play Ride the Lightning instead. Yeah, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, any anything. Kill kill them all. Honestly, anything one or before. Even ones on the fucking fence. Yeah, this um, is why we need. I guess that's Injustice laws. for All, not one. <laughs> uh. So we, that's Monkey cut to, Yeah, that's Chaz's. We cut to Cyrus's nightmare then, which is uh, mediocrity. Is, yeah, Zane is too ill to help him run uh-huh. the dual league that they've started together. So Cyrus has to do it on his own, and it just cuts to him. He's about to, you know, start a duel, and there's nobody in the stands. Nobody's watching this. He's just like in a plain dirt ring against his pathetic opponent with like five people. <laughs> watching he's like in like a circus like the circus yeah. kind of like inner tent thing mm-hmm. yeah very yeah, sad Sofando's not even there yeah and that, that's it for him and then we cut to alexis who is now a teacher but we should we should say even though they are like doing their dreams they all look the same age so she's a yeah. teacher. like she's wearing like a suit and tie but she's just alexis mm-hmm. Yeah. Her dream is f- very funny because it's kind of like a lot more tame than the other one. She's just bad at teaching. Yeah, she's getting she's like bad at teaching, and all of her students hate her. Yeah, she's getting bullied by some punks. Uh, they're, they're... I love those fucking hooligan designs that they they, they 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 look like main characters in like an alternate reality, like the girl yeah. with the fucking star on her cheek. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, they they're these are these are the five D's protagonists. These are the five D's. Mm-hmm. Delinquent, really delinquent, yeah, delinquent, delinquent, and delinquent. I mean, they do whip. I- I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I wish these were real characters, especially the girls. Yeah. Yeah! The girl with the star in her cheek could be a JoJo's. Who could say? Mm-hmm. Um, Why did she get the but- JoJo's star birthmark there? What happened? <laughs> she had to get a skin graft from her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, she's uh, Marina and the Diamonds. Okay. Oh, sit with the star instead uh, of the heart. Yeah, okay. And then there's going to be a club and a spade. Uh, yeah. So we 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 cut. Star's not a fucking car, dude. What am I talking about? Jesus. Um, we cut to Osaka trying to be. I'm sorry. We cut back to Fubuki, who like he he snaps back. He realizes like what's. Snap he like understands reality. this kind of like there goes gravity. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it like that. Uh, I guess he kind of realizes like that they're in their eternal torment. Uh, so he's like running out to call Mr. T and he's like, hey, fucker, duel me. You won't. He's basically like, what you gonna do with that big memory wiping machine? Better make it count. Better do it yeah, in one really. shot. 1v1 me, bro. Uh, all, all the Mr. T's poof out of the way and then like dramatically line the kind of walkway into the main duel academia building. Mm-hmm. Um, and a guy who, he, we don't know who he is yet unless you understand that the only <laughs> character that has green hair in this entire show is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he mean, kind of like my good friend Fujiwara, but if but he's wearing yeah. a mask, so it can't it's, be him. So we, it's impossible to say. I can't, I can't say for anyone else, uh-huh. but I, I assume that the joke we're all making here is that it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Um, Wait, his that? mask is like kind of like the darkness mask card Fubuki has, but it's like kind of like a full face mask that he's like comes up from like too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and Fubuki asks, hey, who are you? And he, he just re- replies, he's like, a reflection of your world's viewpoint rejecting everything around you. But I'll duel you, I guess. It's also, weird. I'm, I'm, you but, shit. I'm you but stronger. I'm humanity yeah. without limits. Uh, you know, I... My I'm name is Hugh Manatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Hugh Man from the Cup of Greed. Uh... <laughs> 
So they they start uh, dueling, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, darknesses. His his whole uh-huh. deal, his deck is that he has attributeless monsters. They do not have like a type. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're encased in a beautiful clear prism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also he's just using mind wipes to cheat. Yeah. He's yeah, like it so Atticus can't remember remember the cards in his graveyard, so he that's can't so funny. It's them. really funny how like obviously the, he's cheating. It kicked ass though. Like he plays it under the guise of it being a card. Uh, it's called um, Memory Snatcher, so and that makes what it, it does so he can't is check his graveyard, right? Yeah, he can't like refer to his graveyard doing any dual things. So like, and I imagine. Hold on, Yu-Gi-Oh! he's putting. Listen, all I'm saying is that right now. Uh, Fubuki is putting both the darkness and dementia into Ebony Darkness Dimension Raveway. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, you know what? It says your opponent cannot look at cards in their graveyard. Yeah, uh, that's sorry. what I'm saying. He can't actually look at them, but then he's also wiping Atticus's mind so he can't just remember the cards that are in his graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. If the effect of your opponent's spell trap or effect monsters target a card in your graveyard, your opponent must name the targets. If they're not in the graveyard, the effect is negated. This should be a real card, and I'm really mad it's not. Uh, of course. I'm just like, hope you know card. what's in there, asshole. That'd be really cool if it was real. Um, and he, he places like clear rage golem, which can directly attack. Um, and darkness like continues to call Fabuki over to his side. Cause, you know, j- join me, give up, coward, idiot. Um, yeah, you tasted like a shard of what, what this power can, can do for us. Like, yeah. With the it's darkness, like you, you, humanity you know darkness. can experience victory without loss. We, you know, we'll all be one. We'll share in our misery and our, and our, uh, happiness and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll all be one. Uh, uh, it'll be great. About, yeah, it'll rule. It'll kick ass, dude. Uh, about this point, Judai and Johan show up too, and darkness looks over and he's like, ah, you're the only two people I can't, uh, I can't become one with the darkness because of how fucked up you guys are. Um, yeah. it's fine though. Fubuki, Fubuki's like, you know, I'll beat him. You know, guys, don't even worry about it. Um, yeah, it'll be all right. The infinite, uh, potential of humanity. It's great. It's fine. Of humanity. And he just remembers that Red Eye's wyvern was in his graveyard. So he like has an attack and it like breaks part of the mask so you can see Fujiwara's face underneath. Um, Red Eyes and, is very cool yeah. in this duel. It's just Red like, Eyes is very like, cool in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. But like one of the really cool things about it in, in, in this duel, and again, the fact that like Fubuki uses a red eye deck uh, as opposed to like Jonochi, who also, I mean, it was also very cool when Jonochi used it. But like at this point, we are so far beyond like normal monsters. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when has there ever been like a normal monster in recent memory that's been like a critical part of someone's deck without any effect um yeah. or, or anything just, just like, a guy right like just a guy and like for at this stage of like the gx anime to have like fubuki be like red eyes is my signature card fuck all of y'all um it's cool to me i think it's a really I mean, cool he choice does have a lot more like direct support than joey ever had for red eyes oh yeah for red sure i mean by the time that gx came out like red eyes was an actual archetype yeah. so yeah, exactly. but Again, like Red Eyes itself. The Ace is still a normal monster. Uh, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, it being a normal monster is the only reason he's able to summon it, because the magic card he uses to summon it only works on normal mm-hmm. monsters. So Yeah. yeah. Um, as he, like, blasts Yusuke and, like, breaks part of the mask off, uh, an eclipse starts to form in the sky, which is a little strange. Uh-oh. Um, is that good? It probably, it's probably <laughs> fine. 
Um, <laughs> it's probably not a big deal that uh, the only source of light for us is being blocked out by the darkness. I think the psychic, it's not really anything to worry about. The psychic flips a uh, tarot card and it shows a photo of an eclipse <laughs> happening right above my head. Is that good? <laughs> is that good? <laughs> Uh, and Fubuki realizes that he's fighting uh, Yusuke Fujiwara, the only other person who held the darkness card, as if he couldn't mm. tell by the mask, mm-hmm. or the hair, or the fact that wow. they're exes, apparently. Whoa. Whoa. And, and, that, and that cuts immediately to the next episode, uh, which is 174. Clear God. World activates the terrifying negative effects. What a fucking title. <laughs> the, terrifying the terrifying negative, negative effects is going to rattle I'm, around my head for quite some time. I'm feeling the terrifying negative effects... Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is this is having a dual syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Fubuki's like, wait, hey, shit, Fujiwara, you're supposed to be dead. Um, but Fujiwara says, no, I just gave myself fully to darkness. I didn't die. Well, I'm back now. I'm I want to I want to talk about like Fubuki's reaction really quickly because he's so excited that Yusuke's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like Me he's too. like. He's like, I thought you were dead. I thought I wasn't able to save you, but you're okay. I'm so glad, Fujiwara. Fujiwara's like, yeah, I'm going to combine everyone into one dark thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> neither neither boy nor girl, but a third different dark thing. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Fubuki, I'm going to find the third gender. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just a bunch of anime bullshit. Darkness's world is true unity. Everything else is pointless. Everything's divided fully and equally among everyone. There's no fighting or argument. There's victory without defeat. It's like, well, he, you could sell it a little better. He discovered pretty nihilism. Good to me. I don't know. Victory Yay. without defeat. This sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you, you can sell without having to reap. Yeah. Doesn't it that rules. sound awesome? Um, now he, Fubuki says no, and he's, uh, Darkness having been fully best in the marketplace of ideas, uh, plays his car- card called Clear World, which is like, um, it's just kind of like a, a flat, it's the room of spirit and time from Dragon Ball, with some rocks floating in the sky is what it is. Yeah. It's We're just like a, an now. endless flat plane. But it's um, bad. Heaven. But the eclipse is still active inside here for some reason. Also, Clear World, we should clarify, is a pretty cool effect. It just gives you, like, a negative, like, a debuff based on, like, the type of monsters you have on the field. So yeah. Of course, Atticus is playing dark monsters pretty much exclusively. He can't declare attacks. Mm-hmm. You'd think that someone who's kind of like an acolyte of darkness would have a card that makes darkness even better. Guess not. I mean, I guess the whole thing is that... He's no attribute, but... Trying to make the hmm. world pristine, all the same, clear. Oh. No types, no individuality. Yeah, like, this is the part where he really... St- this is the part where I'm like, oh, it's the Human Instrumentality Project. Yeah. Uh, because uh-huh, yeah. they're like... It, he's like, it is your individuality that hurts you. This hurts you, Shepard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's like, it is your monstrous individuality that is backing on you when everyone is like one and together and like we all share thoughts or whatever like being in the darkness like it won't hurt anymore there are no winners or losers there's only how you play the game um Mm -hmm. so yeah that that was the point where i was like oh well you done reinvented the evangelion yeah he, he he attacks he he plays this card called clear vice dragon it's just mm-hmm. like a big 
It's a big, big dragon, dragon inside of a crystal. A whack ass crystal it's fine. prison. Um it's its ability, it just can like straight up double the attack of whatever opponent it's hitting, so it's always like twice as strong. Yeah, um, once again, using Red Eyes Be Dragon's individuality against itself. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. Um and it, Fubuki, once again, even though he's getting attacked, he says this bullshit. Um, he, he talks about how he was dazzled by Fujiwara's drive for knowledge. Um, he's like, well, he, uh, did, I think they might be exes, or possibly they were boyfriends. Okay, when Fujiwara yeah. did all that shit. The expression on Fubuki's face—not to jump ahead—but this expression on uh-huh. Fubuki's face at the end of the next episode is just like, or this episode, I guess, at this point, yeah. um, is like. I don't know what they were going for, but like that was the most romantic expression. Oh yeah, absolutely. Towards he's feeling the love. Fujiwara. He's towards like, Fujiwara. He was like, he's like, I won't leave without you. We're going together. It's like, oh no, children, Aww. you're coming down <laughs> with me, hand in unlovable hand. Yep, it's, pr- it's pretty good. Pretty fucking choice. Um, and like he he. Fubuki just kind of chastises him, saying that you haven't realized the infinite potential of humanity. You just abandoned your heart. Uh, and then Fujiwara shows Fubuki, like, more visions of his friends, and it kind of just, like, it's, like, more of a result of what happened, where, like, Manjume gets attacked by duelist hunters because he lost his pro status, and they're just gonna make him play and play until he loses all of his cards, and, like, mm-hmm. he always ends up in the same Ojama situation. So, he kind of, like, flashes end up to... up in the same Ojama situation. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies if I missed you saying this earlier, but is this when they, like, show... Him being like harassed by, uh, yeah, the fucking yes. street gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Instead of homeless it's hunters, it's duelist hunters, and they duelist hunters anti duel so they can get yeah. all his cards. And yeah, he uh, goes to cheat by pulling the second card from the top of his deck instead of the top one, which is just Ojama. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like all the fucking federal agents burst in yeah. into his head. It, it cuts back to the the pro duel that he was in before, where he is now cheated. And the computer is on to him and says, unfair, unfair. Genuinely, this is pu- genuinely the most evil thing you could do in this show. This is punishable by mm-hmm. death by, uh, have a corp- corporate law. Yeah. So he is like permanently banished from the pro league. Yeah. And he succumbs to the darkness. The, they're just a huge tidal wave of, of darkness comes flooding towards him. Uh, as, as he, he gives in. <laughs> Di- <laughs> Diagram of me succumbing to the darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we it, see what you really gotta watch out for is when the darkness recedes. That's when you know it's something bad. Yeah, <laughs> we see shows thing where he like the guy he's doing literally walks away. Is like this 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 fucking uh, this, sucks. this thing this sucks is, ass. This fucking dude. side show. You're not even this is a bad me. idea. Uh, and show walks to the room, Rio's in, and Rio like fucking crumbles to dust in the <laughs> chair. And, and shows like, an wow, old I'm man. Glad he's dead. I'm glad my <laughs> brother my died. <laughs> He's like a shitty you don't old get man. To steal my like choke. Middle middle school level like old age makeup, and he just was like, "Uh, at least I don't have to take care of his ass anymore. Um, Time to die." Time yeah, to die. yeah. We oh. see the tidal wave closing in on him as well. One other thing I do want to talk about that that we we skipped over before before mm. this all happens is that Fubuki has actually has a great line as they're dueling, where he's like, "This is stupid," and <laughs> Fujiwara's like, "What?" and he's like, "I said you're stupid." This is like, what are you talking about? Everyone's gonna become one. You're stu- like, he's just like, fuck this. <laughs> um, yeah. I really like that line, but yeah, uh, everyone's turning into Orange Tang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Asuka's whole thing is nightmare. like, 
Yeah, they're all her. Like, all, all their face turns to hers. And they just say, that, like, you only teach to satisfy yourself. And you don't have a generous spirit. And she just kind of, like, slumps over, too. Again, and hers doesn't really hit as hard as the others. And they, they start bullying her. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I do think it's interesting, though, because I think, like, one of a hallmark of, like, Asuka's character is that she's supposed to be seen as really cold. Which is why she uses, like, this ice-themed deck. Um, mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't know. She's had three duels of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Well, the skaters. Um, but, and I'm also, I'm also conflating her manga deck, which is, like, much more explicitly ice-themed. But, uh, you know, the idea that, like, she doesn't have a warm heart mm-hmm. to be able to, t- I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a metaphor. It's it's meaningful. Um, you put the killing students in your mouth, but yeah. <laughs> uh, this is when I kind of realized not to like get into it for anyone who hasn't like finished it yet, but like Fujiwara and darkness in general is like this is almost exactly what happens in Xenoblade Chronicles three. Um, cool. But yeah, he like starts saying shit about how like he he's like the manifestation of everyone's like anxieties for the future and like when they when they witness that all they can do is accept the despair in their heart from like what they know is going to happen mm-hmm. and like they straight up like I guess die like really die because they like give up to the point where their own existence they they erase their own existence from the world yeah. It's kind of kind of fucking harrowing a little like, bit. Over to the darkness, they they have been absorbed into the the live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was gonna make a live stream reference. Pretty good. Sephiroth was here. Um, wow. Fubuki doesn't want to really give up, even after seeing all of this, and Fujiwara doesn't really care. And Fubuki plays this card that like lets him tribute Red Eyes to destroy Clear Vice Dragon, um, and. Fujiwara does some bullshit where, like, he can set the attribute on his clear rage golem. And he sets it to dark, which matches the Fubuki's hunter dragon. Um, and it can kill it instantly using its ability somehow. But he also deals a thousand damage to Fubuki. Um, I don't really know what happened there, but the eclipse progresses some more, too. Which mm-hmm. is probably good. Yeah. Fujiwara's a good making thing, a lot of great sicko faces at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has, he has lines all over his face. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, I love it. But yeah, he, he's like, he's about to kill Atticus, basically, is the point. But Atticus, uh, pulls one thing out of his pocket, uh, Red Eyes burn so that he's able to, like, uh, whenever Red Eyes takes damage, it'll deal Red Eyes' attack points to both of them directly. So they both get mm-hmm. taken out at the same time. And as this is happening, Atticus, uh, it just admits that he is just glad that he could save Fujiwara. It's been torturing him torturing him for years that he wasn't able to like save him from the dark this mm-hmm. fucking sojo love interest oh, yeah. ass like expression uh-huh. on the face he like has his hand out it's, it's... literally like sora and Kyrie. like i don't i cannot <laughs> i i don't know how to like express well it's sora and riku um i was gonna say i was gonna say yeah, I Which, just wrote again for like the third time in my set of notes this bitch is gay what yeah like, I, I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know what, like, ex- emotion was trying to be conveyed, conveyed by the animators in this scene from Fubuki, but, like, that is the, like, most deeply romantic look I've ever seen anyone yeah. give another character in an anime. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's profound. And profane. And profane. 
It's loving. Yeah. Um, and like Fujiwara hates this shit and like they both explode into light and, and the eclipse is over and Judah and Johan, they're like the only people left in the world. And then time just flows backwards. Fucking yeah. bites the dust activates. Uh huh. This was all a ploy. This was just like an illusion, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Fujiwara's like actually fuck this. Yeah, no. Yeah, like He's now discovered I, I, the darkness, the thing that was tormenting Atticus, and he can use that to win now. Yeah, and he he does like when when uh, Fubuki was gonna, I guess, attack him with red eyes. Um, he like negates clear. He he's, he does some shit to like negate its destruction, and then it's like Fubuki loses, and he explodes in the darkness, and it's just Judai and Johan yep. and fucking Fujiwara left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we, we, we get another darkness. Darkness. Death and the eclipse boss. begins again. Just like Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Wow. Wow. And we have six episodes left of this fucking show. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's, this shit's gonna pop off. And we've got three episodes left of the, of, uh, the GX era of this podcast, or if you include the wrap up. I am mm-hmm. so, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to whip. And Dan, I believe you have something something for us. Uh, It's time for Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! a while since i've done one of these uh it's been a while uh but thankfully we do have some new characters this season and i'll probably i'll i will check if if we have more that i can go over but for ne- over the next two remaining episodes but for now we've got uh the voice of true man hozumi goda yeah. uh he uh was born in 1957 uh, he has been in voice work since the, uh, early 80s, uh, although his one role that I can find from the 80s is, uh, from Votom, Armored Trooper Votoms. Ooh, Armored Trooper Votoms. Yeah, he played, uh, Chiriko QV. Uh, I believe he might have repri- yes, he has reprised the, he reprised the role for, like, the Super Robot Wars series. Uh. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see, he's- uh, the next couple roles are from the late, from the mid to late nineties. Uh, he's got quite a few things under his belt. Uh, the really important one I want to point out is he was in Hunter Hunter as, a Leo, Leorio Paladinite? I think that's how it's- Yep. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Leorio Paladinite. How about the Mr. Yeah. T? Yeah. He's been the voice of him since 1999. Uh, in- Wow. Uh, what ha- has he? Because they changed the cast in the 2011, in the 2011 version. Oh, let me yeah. check. I could have sworn he might. I've never seen the 19. Let me see. No, no, I, I don't. No, not in, not in 2011. Okay, okay, yeah. Just okay. he was a Leorio, but he's not the Leorio. I yeah, know. up until that point, he was the. He's voice my. He's my Leorio. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not my Leorio. Yeah, he or a Sama no Leorio. Uh. Yeah, from like the nineties and twenty and the nineties and two thousands. Uh let's see. He okay. uh let's see. Uh 
he actually has been on Yu-Gi-Oh! before. He played Jean-Claude Van Magnum, if you remember him. Shit, right. fuck yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> remember that piece of shit. Uh, he was in, uh, he had some roles in some other shows. Oh, uh, Digimon Savers played the role of the character Daimon Suguru. I don't know how big or small that character is, but shout out to Digimon. Uh, they're about seven. Uh, in four. Digimon Savers? Savers, yeah. He's like the, um, he's the, uh, main character's dad, I think. Cool. Uh, the main character's Daimon Masaru, if I remember. Right. right. Alright. Uh, let's see. Savers is fine. Uh, He's got some other roles. Oh, he was Asu in uh, the Doro Hedoro uh, Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he is still he is still voice acting, with his most recent role being Willem Grauner in uh, the video game Stella of the End. Uh, he. That sure sounds like a video game. Sure. Uh, and I'd also like to point out, because it's always fun to bring up, uh, some. Uh, live action, uh, dubs of Western films. Uh, yes, please. Uh, he is, he voices, uh, Remus Lupin in the Harry Potter films. Uh, he is, okay. he is Captain Dallas in the director's cut of Alien. Uh, huh. let's see. He was in the, uh, Netflix edition of Hannibal as Paul Krendler, played by Ray Liotta. Uh, let's see. Uh, he played... He, there's, like, a couple different films of varying levels of notoriety. Oh, Tom Scavo and Desperate Housewives. Uh... Hmm. Yeah. Uh... Oh, right. Uh, also, some anime... He also plays uh, Lord Macintosh in the uh, Japanese dub of Brave. Uh, that's everything I got for him. Uh, so... Uh, that's... That's it for me. Uh, let's Fuck move yeah. on. Hosami, go to the polls. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to ask us questions, which we're about to answer, uh, you can go on Twitter at PodagreeCast. Uh, you can go on podagree.tumblr.com. You can go on the Millennium Bag channel of our Discord, uh, and you can you can you can interact with us. Mm-hmm. It's fun, I promise. Yeah. Do we have any? I went to the wrong Twitter. I went to Gundam Twitter. Let's see. Let me see no. if we have. <laughs> I don't even ask for questions on that show. Um, we do not have any Twitter questions. So, what are our All Discord right. questions? So, in the Millennium Bag channel, uh, first question from Shadow Sandbag: What if Judai played dual monsters while on the motorcycle? Would that be fucked up or what? I, no, that'd be pretty cool. I, I think. think it would be extremely that would badass. Be, I would, in in a word, that sounds bitchin'. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wish he did that. Sounds fucking wicked, dude. He sh- he sh- they should have <laughs> let him do that. They should have done a whole season of that, maybe multiple. Sounds swaggy. I think they yeah, I think they could do multiple seasons of that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like two. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next question from Shadow Sandbag: Which cast member has the least darkness in their heart? I think it's Hasselberry. Yeah, objectively. Yeah, you know, cast. I mean, oh, canonical. they had to go into a past life. Yeah, to yeah. put any darkness. Yeah, in. that's not yeah. that's not his heart. That's the heart of the dinosaur <laughs> that he used to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. He's yeah. The dinosaur's pure. It was a vegetarian T Rex. No, apparently the dinosaur isn't pure. Apparently the dinosaur has committed unholy sins 
by eating the flesh of other dinosaurs. Yes, by doing things that an animal does. It feels a little bit of a double standard to me that, like, the the dinosaur, like, protected him from darkness in the first place. Sure. But then, like, is also what gave him the darkness in the end. Oh, fuck, You're you're descended from the dinosaur that ate me? Fuck you. I yeah, it's a you, real... Fuck you, asshole. It's a real, uh, you killed my father moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think about you every day. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> uh, next up from Shadow Sandbag, which dinosaur would taste the best? I think a plesiosaur would taste pretty good. I was gonna say either a plesiosaur or like a, or a, 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 a Quetzalcoatl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, um, the Hatchosaurus are the duckbills, right? Yep. Yeah, I think hadrosaurs would because I really like duck. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> Picking hadrosaur. Hadrosaur a l'orange, a peeking uh, hadrosaur. <laughs> yeah, listen, all birds were once. Listen, don't at me. I know yeah. that all birds descended from theropods, not from fucking hadrosaurs. Okay, I understand mm. how the evolution works, but all birds were used to be dinosaurs. So mm-hmm. why not ducks from hadrosaurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight <laughs> abuda. All birds were dinosaurs. Great. Paleontologists do not at me. (laughs) Uh, Next question from Goofy, and I know it. With the power of nihilism, what would you do? Hmm. Uh, I mean, not answer the question. I I would become a JR. I would become a JRPG villain. I think I'd probably take more stupid risks than I do. Um, Yeah, sure. There are are a lot of things I thought about. Like I was like, I could just drop everything and move to Colorado, Mm -hmm. for example. Um, Mm. Cool. Which it's like it's like maybe I would do that actually. Maybe. Yeah. I'd take a big nap. Fuck yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Uh Even. Just to reiterate, so. uh I'd become the villain of a JRPG. Great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh next question from Kirby the Cleric. Which piece of media are you most optimistically looking forward to in twenty twenty three? Um Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> so uh just earlier today the trailer for john wick 4 came out so i'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about that uh i john wick forever i honestly don't remember um obviously there's uh i'm really looking forward to talking about like uh Yu-Gi-Oh! 5ds so the next season of our podcast but uh 5ds nuts let me real quick look at my steam wish list uh and someone go while I'm looking this up. Um, there's a new Saw movie that got announced. Oh, Ooh, nice. <laughs> so fucking Saw pills Saw, Saw 10 is coming out. Mm. Um, I can't remember. Saw, Saw 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was trying to um, think of something. I, I thought you went for the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> um, it might be 2024 though. I have to, I have to look at what, when the release date of that is going to be because it was just like just announced. There's not like a trailer or anything for it. Outside of that, legitimately, it might be the next season of Severance, which I hope comes out in 2023. Oh. Um, I've looked through my Steam releases and, uh, none of the upcoming games have like a year on them besides, uh, uh, Abiotic Factor. So I guess I'm going with that. Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, next question from Hornmeister. What are your favorite dinosaurs and would they make for good Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I think we've answered this one, yeah, haven't I we? Think, yeah, I think we have more or less answered this. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I yeah. need to reiterate. I need to change it. It's 
Uh, like a Dragonetian. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That is coming out. I think Like a Dragon Gaiden. Yeah, I'm all looking forward to that. Um, next question from Shadow Sandbag. Follow up. How do you feel about the dinosaurs from the TV show Dinosaurs? Despicable beasts. And the baby gotta love Kill me. Them. Kill it. Ne- Listen. I never w- watched it and I actively try to avoid it. I, one of my earliest memories is watching, well, not the earliest, but one of the really early memories is watching the TV show Dinosaurs. I don't remember a damn thing about it, but you know what I do remember? It's that baby. And you know what I remember about him? You gotta love him. Gotta love him. I never watched that show. I hate the baby. I would I would toss him into a bottomless pit. No, you gotta love him. No, fuck that. Next question from Dr. Keiki. Is everything that we know and love reducible to the absurd acts of chemicals and therefore there is no value in this material universe? Or is all knowledge ultimately based on that which we cannot prove? Uh, uh, hypocrite that you are for question. you to trust chemicals and your brain to tell you they are chemicals. All knowledge is ultimately based on that which we cannot prove. Yes. Will you fight or will you perish like a dog? I knew you would. I knew I think when I'll the, perish like a dog. I knew when you read... I knew when I read that question that you would be able to recite that from memory. Me? <laughs> mm. I'll fight, but only if it's in the Pokemon battle. Uh, great. Uh, Hypocrite that you are if mm. you trust the chemicals in your brain and tell you that they are Pokemon. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. There's Pokemon Dan. in my brain? Dan, will you fight or will <laughs> More you likely than you like think. Dog? Uh... Hmm. This is a tough one, but I think I'm going to have to go with fight. Fuck yeah, Dan gets to fight me in Pokemon then, while you two perish. <laughs> well, I think I know who's winning this is, this is This is what I get for, can uh, I, for never joining Roy League. Can I <laughs> fight and perish? I'd prefer to... Only if you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, the important thing. Please, Mr. Obama. Well, Great. Next <laughs> question from Hubussy Enjoyer. How are we all liking season four so far, and has it been everything y'all are expecting? It's been everything Re- and more. It's really good. It's been really goddamn good. Yeah. I'm I'm split on it. <laughs> you know? You know, I I was I understand why people might come to the conclusion that it might be too dark to put on TV, but also I think they could have done it. I want I I when we, as we were recording this episode, I did like think to myself, "God, it would have been so fucking funny it, if four kids had done it." It would have been extremely funny if uh, True Man. Uh, w- they literally wouldn't have had to change his name for Mister T. Yeah, it would have been extremely funny if, like, when uh, Jesse was taking the form of True Man, it was they had the voice actor do a Southern accent. Oh my god, that'd be choice. I just, I'm really bothered by, like, how not cohesive it feels. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, like, I think there there are, like, like, these set of episodes as, like, a set of episodes are phenomenal. I really enjoyed watching them. Um, but there have also been several weeks where I was like, these episodes suck, actually. And I still don't know what's going on. Because we've gone back and forth between, like, light and darkness and all this stuff now. And it's like, okay. Like, we had a whole season where they're, like... That they are still directly referencing where they're like, actually, darkness isn't bad, and it's something that you just have to, like, come to live with um, and accept. Yeah. And now it's, just kidding, it's bad. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I'll accept that. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's all of our questions. Mm-hmm. Thank We've you all for your... Sorry to be a bummer at the end stuff. there. <laughs> no, no, it's good. You're valid for, you know, like, we're not obligated to like the show. 
Thank no, you for she... not listening to our podcast. Okay, let's end this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've been Pot of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. You can find us on Tumblr at potofgreed.tumblr.com. You can go to Kaibadon online to join our Discord and talk to us and all the other wonderful people that are there. You can go to patreon.com slash pot of greed to support us. Uh, if you give us $1 a month, you get all the bonus content that is things like uh, Yugi So, Krugio, Grugio, and of course Yugi Oh. Uh, you give us $5 a month, you get that. You get a shout out at the end of the episode, like the following people, Max. Thank you to Colton Crow, Emery, Joel, Thomas, Riley Hopkins, and Shadow Sandbag. Thank you so much for the money. And you also get to listen in while we record the show live. Boom. Great. If you give us $10 a month, you get all that shit. You get the shout-out in the middle of the episode instead of the end, and also you get a big, fat box of goodies uh, once a year from us to you. Uh, last year, of course, it was a plush. Next year, it's not going to be anything nearly that extravagant, but it'll be no. pretty good, I promise. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Argyle, is there another argument. website that you can find us on? There is another website as of the middle of this recording. You can find us on cohost.org slash greed because... Twitter is on the verge of fucking exploding, so we're you know we're maybe trying just to like Judai a little bit. Oh yeah, yep. and don't forget you uh, can maybe yeah. don't forget. There's also the Tumblr. Uh, we've got I did plug yeah. the Tumblr. Oh okay, yeah. yeah, I did plug the Tumblr. Yeah, maybe the real social media was the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. 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 So true. Yeah. Yeah. Why pay for Twitter Blue when you could pay? That's almost as much as our ten dollar tier. Mm-hmm. Eight, one one Such month of Twitter Blue will get you about eight bonus episodes from our Patreon feed. You do the yeah. math. Yeah. Instead of buying that check mark that makes people bully you, you can uh, buy our bonus episodes for eight months. Wouldn't you, you you see the clear the clear winner here? Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the choice gonna, is obvious. Don't be a rude. They're not going to talk about uh, the Fast and the Furious movies or the Minions from Minions. Or... Elon probably hates those fucking movies, and that's why he's the dumbest yeah, person he on probably, Earth. He probably hates the minions. Uh, so that's been us, and I've been me, Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called Kamarocho Radio, uh, aka KMRO FM. I host it with a friend of the show, Jordan. We're going to be off hiatus eventually. Popcorn Max. I'm Max. You can go to Twitter at MaxiBajillion. Also co-host at MaxiBajillion. I haven't set that page up whatsoever, but you know how it is. Um, you can go to Twitter at WowCoolPodcast to listen to WowCoolRobot, a show that one of my co-hosts right now is on, and two of Hello. my co-hosts in this show have been on. Uh, it's a Gundam show. We talk about Gundam. Argyle and Audrey hung out with me to talk about G Gundam, one of the best Gundams. Uh, and I am currently with Dan and Yuria from Six Feet Under talking about Gundam Build Fighters, which is also, I would say, one of the best Gundams. Um, it's great. You can't, wow. oh, it's much, okay. you can, it's, it is, there's something I think truly liberating to me specifically about the entire show being a toy commercial that it's just about geeking out about the mobile suits from the shows <laughs> you've been watching the whole time. It's, 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 it's a transformative experience and also rapid. I know there's a MILF there. in it. That's all I know. There's, there sure ooh, is. We just watched the Beast episode last week. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> um, and, uh, gee, which we're doing coverage of that too. The show's pretty good. Um, that one's pretty fucking good. You can also, I am watching that one. Yeah, that's the, that is the cooler Elon in it. Um, oh no. And you can oh, go yeah. to twi- Twitter at, uh, Slappers Only Pod, listen to Slappers Only Podcast, a video game music showdown podcast that I do with Jordan and the other host of KMRO FM, also on hiatus, uh, whatever, one day. 
mark, mark my fucking worms. It's very um, hard to get a podcast uh, done with Jordan, unfortunately. And me okay. too. It's not. It's not a one way street. All right. Um, okay. Can you popcorn me real quick? I have one more thing to say. Yeah, popcorn argyle round two. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on co-host. I'm at cohost.org/argyle. That's it. Uh, popcorn Fuck yeah, dude. Max. Popcorn down. All right. Uh, you can find me at a lot of places. You can find those places at biggerchallenge.card.co. That includes my Twitter at biggerchallenge. Uh, you can find the other podcasts I'm on, which include the Sonic Shuffle. A Sonic podcast. We in like in like an hour and a half, we're going to record the uh 100th episode of the Sonic Shuffle, and we're talking about Yay. Devin's favorite character, who we've never gotten to do an episode on because of how our podcast works. Uh, Doctor Starline. Uh, we're gonna be reading the comic. Don't know who so- the fuck that is. Oh. Let me tell you. Well, not now, but uh, no, you, you. I'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, you can listen to uh, video games, the movie, the podcast, video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, last month we had Emery on to talk about Pokemon, the first movie, great episode. Uh, and uh, our next episode is going to be on Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Uh, you can listen. Ooh. Uh. And, uh, last but not, oh, I do also have a co-host, uh, co-host.org slash big challenges. Nothing there yet because I'm in the waiting period. I probably should have asked someone for like a code or something. Did not, did not occur to me, but oh well. Um, you can visit Twitter at, or sorry, you can visit, uh, uh, from there you can also visit, uh, uh, my, my art tumbler, uh, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, let me check real quick if the, I queued anything up for today. No, I did not. Tomorrow's Skyrim Day. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's Skyrim Day. Uh, happy Skyrim Day. Yeah, happy Skyrim Day, Happy Skyrim Xbox. Day, Toddbox. <laughs> yes. Uh, happy Skyrim Day, X-Todd. It's now been 11 years since Skyrim released on 11-11-11. Wow. So. And I never recovered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it for me. Uh, did did we all go? Popcorn, Audrey. Yes, Audrey. Did you go? I I did not go. No. Okay. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and guest now co-host at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. If you'd like to know more about that, you should listen to the other podcast I do with friend of the show called Prime Cuts, which you can find on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. It's about Transformers. We are starting G1, which is Yay. like super fun. It's a masterpiece. Not the touch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sorry to slow this down, but, uh, uh, G1, that is an 80s Hasbro cartoon. I have been, I have watched some 80s Hasbro cartoons. I'm very excited for whatever's gonna be in store for you. Yeah, season one isn't even the really wacky stuff, but there's like so many animation errors and like the animators were just so coked out constantly all the time. Oh, it's absolutely. like, it's, it's a perfect show. Um, also, I've been cast in the pilot of an upcoming, um, radio drama audio drama mm-hmm. um so i can't talk a lot about that but uh be on the lookout for more updates about mm-hmm. that um it's very uh-huh. very exciting it's a project i'm really excited to be a part of yeah i've said excited a lot uh that's it um cool. so wow. uh yeah in uh until next time i guess um i'm going to 
um, turn myself face down to hide from the ghosts of all the food I've ever eaten and end my turn. Uh, I am going to uh, set myself face down and take a nihilism nap, uh, ending my turn. I set myself face down in a pile of assorted animal bones in a quest to defeat morality once and for all. I ride my motorcycle directly into the ocean and fall face first, face down into the ocean. <laughs> I end my podcast. Peach. 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 <laughs>